Hi, welcome to Amateur Bartending for Immature People. I'm Shannon. And I'm Greg. And this is the podcast where we're going to be talking, thinking, making, and drinking some serious cocktails. And seriously good cocktails on top Ooh, of yeah, that. Yeah, of course they're good. Shannon, this is episode number five. Yay, five. All right, what do we got for the folks today? What do we got? A little something different. We're going to do low ABV cocktails, or as they're called, session cocktails today. You know, I've heard that term applied uh, definitely to beers. You hear about session beers, the lower alcohol uh, beers, so you can have more, you can drink them during the day, you can be at your favorite brewery, have two, three, four, and still not be regretting it. Is that the same thing? Yeah, we're talking about cocktails that have more flavor than potency. Ooh, I like that. I like that. Yeah, it's good. I stole it from someone. Um, Fantastic. <laughs> so when you be drinking these cocktails, let's think about this. Uh, maybe you're day drinking. Maybe you're on a job interview. Maybe you're at brunch. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> maybe, maybe you've had two or three already. Or maybe you've had a strong one and you want the night to keep going and so that you order a couple of these between your stronger drinks. And, you, you know, honestly, uh, all fun aside, you know, this is a great way, like if you have a bartender that you really like, this is a great way to kind of explore, uh, you know, their skill in a different way and yet be able to have, you know, two, three, four and not feel like you're in the bag. I guess the uh, key words for this would be mindful consumption. I think that's a great tagline for today's episode. Today's is mindful consumption. Well, what do we... Upon that note, Shannon, what do we have for folks? What do we got? Well, I just want to talk a little bit more about what a session cocktail is. Let's do that. As opposed to a session beer, which they're very similar in the low alcohol part of it. So it would be a low alcohol drink for any occasion. And the term is defined as a cocktail with no more than three quarters of an ounce of a strong spirit. And then the remainder would be vermouth, sherry, amaro, liqueurs, or non-alcohol ingredients. So again, back to the kind of um, more like concentrating on the flavors as opposed to, you know, it actually being a really spirit, spirit forward style cocktail. Exactly. That's exactly right. You know, some of the ones that I've had experience with, I mean, I think a lot of folks are going to know the, uh, you know, the wine spritzes, you got your champagne cocktails, probably the classic one is the Campari soda. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think a lot of people know about some of these already, but didn't really know kind of where they fit in their kind of drinking lifestyle. Yeah. And this, I think this is going to be a great show tonight. I, so I, the, I like this. the Campari soda is uh, very similar, or you might even say exactly like the Americano that is going to be our first recipe. Um, the Americano is not coffee with hot water. What, but you, like I said, back to, you know, <laughs> during the job interview, you can be like, I'll have an Americano. You'll sound so sophisticated. And then when this bright <laughs> orange cocktail comes to your table, it might be questionable. So um, I... I honestly, seriously, do not think you should order this in a job interview. Depends on what job you're interviewing for. Touche. Uh, okay, so we're going to make an Americano as our first cocktail for today. I think that is a great idea. What, sh- what, should, what should the listeners know about this cocktail as far as ingredients, etc.? Okay, so the things you're going to need to pull out are your mixing glass. The classic mixing vessel. We've yeah. got that here. Yeah, you want to pull out your old-fashioned glass also and throw some ice in it. Oh, very nice. Yes. And some people use a taller glass, with however much water you want in it, honestly. It, it's all fine. There's no rules. Um, we're going to pull out Campari. I, once again, I know probably if 
folks have heard the previous uh, episodes. I like Campari. It's good. It's got that kind of nice, real earthy dirt taste to it, but it's really approachable. Yeah, you'll have recognized uh, Campari from our Negroni episode that we previously have done. Absolutely. It's kind of the main base taste of the Negroni. Yeah, if you want to know more about Campari, please listen to that episode. Um, we go deep dive into we, Campari. We do deep dive into Campari. So we're going to do, um, also we're going to pull out Sweet Vermouth from your cabinet. Now you can improvise. Um, the Sweet Vermouth that I used today was Bellini. Very good. Good stuff. And uh, you're going to pull out some soda water or some club soda. Now we... Uh Maybe the listeners might think this is interesting. What tell them about what we're using for our sparkling today? Oh, I just use SodaStream. <laughs> SodaStream, it's fantastic. It's just sparkling water that I did on it's my carbonated soda water from the SodaStream. But so if you, you don't, don't have the SodaStream, it's okay. You can literally buy sparkling water or soda water. Right. It's if you want totally if you want to get in the real game, guys, <laughs> get yourself a SodaStream. You're gonna you won't regret it. I love that SodaStream. Uh, we are not sponsored by SodaStream. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> Come on, SodaStream. So uh, we're also going to have a lemon or an orange for garnish on this one. So Fantastic. I think we have some fresh stuff we've got yeah. recently. I think. Do you want to um, pull? go ahead and pull out that mixing glass? Right, and uh, I'm going to give you some quantities here. So we're going to do one and a half ounces of Campari. First, I'm going to do, do a little ice in there. Hold on. I believe Campari was uh, there. We go, little ice. Flavor uh, colored by bug butts at some point. I Remember think that? in the deep dive, I think we talked about the bug butts <laughs> that uh, that uh, color Campari. So okay, so Old I got Campari. I, it's no longer in there exactly. anymore, unfortunately, because that made it more interesting. It does. How much okay. are we adding, babe? Uh, one and a half ounces. Okay, got that in there. Okay, you're gonna do one and a half ounces of your sweet vermouth. Okay, we're on this one, we're using Bellini. You could use any sweet vermouth, okay. honestly. And again, I think we talked about sweet vermouth probably in the first or second episode. So here's that in. Okay, we're good. And then uh, go ahead and mix that up, and let's uh, go ahead and pour that into a glass. Okay, we'll do a little that has ice in it. Your old-fashioned glass, a stir here, preferably. Okay. Stirring. Now I don't know if we've ever gone into what an old-fashioned glass is. Um, I am going to recap. So it is... You recap and I'll pour. <laughs> it is. It looks like a thicker, wider version of a fruit juice glass. Right, usually a, a kind of a not super tall. I mean, we're talking maybe three to four inches, and the circumference is probably, what's that, another three inches, maybe yeah, four Wide enough three. for ice. Wide um, enough for a big chunk of ice. Yeah, I just... Because we've never talked about glassware, I thought maybe gonna, I'd bring that up today. You're going to see a lot of people drinking their whiskey out of that. So it's going to be, you know, they're going to have their two fingers of whiskey down the bottom of that glass. Nice, big, heavy. You should definitely have a few of these up in your cupboard. Yeah. There's so many beautiful old-fashioned glasses available on the market. But I'm going to tell you my favorite place that I found ours was, honestly, Goodwill. So you can find them anywhere. Uh, it's just about the size and the weight and how it feels in your hand. So. It's going to be what you like to use. So then um, once you have that poured in there, which you already have, um, mm -hmm. we're going to add, we're going to top it up with that soda water. So right, go ahead so and we're going to pour that in there. Okay, here. good. On, yeah, that's looking good. That. All right, there we go. There we go. And then um, I just do a garnish of lemon or orange. It just depends on what your taste profile is. Now we're going to 
we're gonna express are we gonna express this across the top or I always we... express stuff all oh, right I'm very expressive that way it's very expressive so you want to release those oils you're gonna be pinching that thing squeezing it twisting it whatever you want to do get those oils across the top you see it shooting everywhere it's gonna leave a nice sheen across the top that's gonna be that first whiff of that kind of real nice uh real nice smell as it bring that glass to your nose here we go here's your thing. all right that's it that's a wow that's like the brightest orange like it almost looks like candy. Like it is. It a, looks like it's going to be really sweet, but we know it's not. Going no, to be that sweet. Campari is just bitter and delicious. And uh, cheers. Let's uh, give it a shot let's here. Let's see what you guys think about that one. Alrighty, here we go. Oh, I like. Oh God, I like that one. I like and that. Is pleasant. All the cocktails that you do the expression of the lemon across the top. As you're bringing that up, do you smell that and it comes across and it's 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 just it's just delicious and it's it really adds to that experience with that kind of like I say again that earthy taste of the Campari and this is this is it's wonderful. I it's mean, a it's a true cocktail. It's I, summertime. It's wintertime. Yeah. It's 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 a true cocktail and there's a lot of flavor there. So I am a fan of the Americanos. Those are very that is a very popular cocktail. That will be in almost every establishment that you go to, and anywhere you order it, they'll know exactly what you're talking about. Right, and this is very much like the Campari soda, but I think, what was the different addition, I'm sorry? It's going to be a little bit of vermouth? I think it's a I don't honestly know what the difference is, so um, I'm going to guess it's the same. <laughs> I like to call it the Americano. It just sounds yeah. sounds like you're going to get a little bit more for your money. That's right. Americano. Does it sound more Italian to you? Uh, maybe, uh, maybe yeah. Maybe Italian. Well, Italian. it should, because it was originally from Italy. Cocktail. Mm, nice segue. What do, what do we know about that? <laughs> uh, not much more than what I'd already talked about in a previous episode. Um, in the 1860s, Gaspar Campari had uh, started his company. And a bar in Milan had originally called this cocktail the Milano Torini because of the primary ingredients that came from the two regions, which would have been Ooh, Campari like and the Vermouth. So mm, I like that. Don't ask me about don't ask me about history on the other ones because I might not be able to tell you. Yeah, but I know this fine. one. <laughs> no, this is a fantastic cocktail. Like I say, uh, with that flavor of kind of that dirt, I can see that pairing really good with food. So if you had something previous before dinner, let's say you had your dirty martini before dinner, and you want something with dinner, you don't want to have a glass of wine. But this is going to be like a real good palate cleanser. I mean, I can see that going pairing really well with, you know, a really rich pasta or even like a meat dish or something like that. And it's like. And you know, there's a really well. you know, if everybody else is drinking around you and you just want to keep your head, it's a great drink and it is definitely a cocktail. So it's fantastic. Um, no shame, no, no shame. It's a no shame cocktail. It's all the flavor and no shame. Well, there is. I mean, it is. There is an alcohol volume to it. It's yeah. just not as heavily as the other ones we've gone into in the past. So exactly. And you know, I think that uh, I think we were we were talking before we started the episode today that. You know, you're going to see, I started, we start to see a lot more of this in, in some of the better establishments, better bars we're going out to, is that they, they're they offering these low alcohol cocktails, like I said, as a way to kind of showcase the talents of these bartenders where they're doing some amazing things that that are, you know, so you don't have to, you know, feel that you can only have a couple when you're out and, uh, and, and, and if you really want to, you know, be responsible with your uh, intake. But this is a way to really keep that evening going and, and really continue to like be amazed by what these guys can do so feel don't be ashamed to order off that particular menu because again it was about the taste yeah it's about the taste that's absolutely true so as we suck this one down um 
irresponsibly. Uh, I am this time we're going to go into three recipes on this episode <laughs> as opposed to the two that we normally do. So the second one we're going to go into is called the Americano and Perry. Ooh, Americano al Paris. Al Paris. Uh-huh, um, and this is going to be a riff on the Americano. So I like the sound of this. So uh, drink up or like get one ready for your friends. So here we go. So instead of Campari, we're going to be using Aperol, which doesn't have as much bitterness to it. It's a little bit sweeter. We're also going to be using sweet vermouth and just to mix it up a little bit. You can use the one that you used on the Americano. That's fine. But if you want to change it around, um, we've used Kochi Vermouth de Torino, which is uh, a different variety of, of vermouth. Okay, very good. We're going to be pulling Ingostura out of the cupboard. Again, we're going to be pulling the club soda out, or if you're cheating like us, our uh, soda stream water. Um, and then you're going to pull out an orange also. So... Uh, are you ready to uh, maybe pull your mixing glass out Let and let's give some quantities? Let me that and get that out. All right, I will start putting stuff together and you give the quantities. A little ice first. Okay. Perfect. We're also going to put some ice in the glasses too on this right. one. Ice, um, ice in a big, nice nice glass. We're also doing old-fashioned glasses for this one. The Absolutely. Same, same style of glass uh, that we used on the Americano. So we're going to do one and a half ounces of Aperol. Okay, here comes the Aperol. We're going to do and one and a half ounces of sweet vermouth. Again, we're using the Kochi Vermouth del Torino. Let me get that. Hold on. All right. How much again? One more time. One and a half ounces. All right, here we go. It's in. We're going to do three at three dashes of Angostura bitters in this one. All righty, here we go. And they are... If they you are, don't have Angostura, you need to get it because it's in a, a, a lot of that, stuff. That should be the one thing. I mean, if you've been listening to this podcast, you know, there's several things we're, we're kind of, we kind of like always have on hand. It's going to be the mixing glass. It's going to be the way to accurately measure what you're putting in there. And, you know, some, some steadfast things you want to have in there. And Angostura is one of those bitters that you want to have. It's going to be something that you're going to, and once you have it, and once you taste it, you're going to start recognizing that taste in everything else that, like, if you go out, you're going to recognize that taste. Yeah. You got to have it. It's a good taste. You want it. Um, okay. So we're going to put those in our mixing glass. We're going to mix those three ingredients together. Here we go. Okay. Uh, I did not add the club soda or the soda water to the mixed part. I use it to top off my glass, just okay. so you know. I'll fill those glasses. Okay. Perfect. Oh yeah, there you go. It's a much darker color because of Ooh, that, that sweet vermouth. Is. This looks like a this looks like a, a right a right darkness to it. Yeah, it yeah, looks nice. It's a definitely a darker color. If you see these two cocktails next to each other, there is no comparison. So we're gonna go ahead and uh, f- we're gonna fill the rest of that glass up with your club soda. Okay, let's get the soda stream. Here we go. There we go. We're in. And I'm gonna s- peel an orange twist here. Um, some people use an orange slice. That works fine, too. You just want that orange expression in there somehow. Um, I'm peeling this. Let me express that over the top. Oh, yeah, that looks really good. Again, the nice oils from the orange, you're going to get a real different experience, and it's 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 just as good as the uh, lemon. Okay. Well, there we go. So now we've made two cocktails off of essentially a riff of the first one. Um, look at the color of that. It's so much darker and deeper wow, that's, that's than really the... Nice than the Americano. It definitely has a different nose to it. 
All right, yeah. cheers. What do you th- what do you think on this one? Right, yeah, let's, let's, uh, let's cheers. Let's see what you go. think. All right. I think it's so good. Now, I think we've made these before, and Greg said that he, they remind him a little bit of Coca-Cola. I was just going to say, I wanted to get that in there. It tastes a little bit like Coca-Cola, but, I mean, in a good way, not so sweet, though. No, yeah, it's not sweet. It's, um, yeah, it's really super pleasant. You still get a little bit of bitterness through there. You still get the herb, the herbaceousness of the vermouth. Um, I, I like both of these so much. I can't even pick a favorite. I just like them both so much. These are, when you start ordering these or when you start making them at home, you know, honestly, Shannon and I were talking, and these, these are becoming some of our favorite cocktails to have just even at home. They are, uh, you know, they're really accessible. And like we said, you know, if it's something after work and, uh, you know, maybe after dinner, maybe a little later at night, you got to go to bed, you got to get up the next day, but you still want to have a little taste. These are fantastic. These are fantastic to have in your uh, repertoire of cocktail making. That's right. So we have a third cocktail for today. Three. I can't believe it. Amazing. We have three because they're low alcohol per volume, which is ABV or session cocktails. So you can have three where you normally have one or two. Fantastic. You guys are getting a bonus cocktail today in this episode <laughs> number five of Bonus Cocktail. Say it ain't so. What are we doing for number five or number three, Shan? What are we doing for cocktail number three? Number three is a pretty fun cocktail. It is so pretty. And almost looks like it should be a Manhattan, so really good. Nobody would even question. On this one, we're going to be doing a cocktail called the Diplomat. And the Diplomat is using um, a combination of dry vermouth and sweet vermouth. Now, if you remember from our other episode, a vermouth is something that has been um, created from a wine base um, infused with different herbs. So we have... um, on the diplomat, we're going to be pulling out our mixing glass and we're going to fill our mixing glass this time with ice. And we are going to create something that looks very similar to a Manhattan, but is not as boozy. So, well, you know how I like those Manhattans. Oh, yeah. It's very pretty. Um, you will not have kind of that alcohol punch off of this. I mean, like face punch kind of punch. Um, that you do when you use bourbon or whiskey. Well, back to that mindful consumption and and about the taste. But it's the prettiest cocktail. I hope you guys go onto our Instagram and take a look at this cocktail because it is so pretty. Um, So we are going to be pulling out for this one um, dry vermouth, like I said, which we've used Dolan dry. I'm going to grab that. Okay, green bottle. Here we go. Yeah, it's very readily available. You can find it at your grocery store, as a matter of fact. When we go into martinis, you'll want this anyway, so you might as well just go buy it. Um, And we're going to use a sweet vermouth also. um, On this one, just to mix it up again, we've used Punta Mes. Okay, very good. And if you remember from the previous podcast, Punta Mes, a little sweeter in the uh, vermouth category, so it's going to lend itself really well to this. Right. You can use, just like any of these recipes, I encourage you to mix it up. So though we're giving you recommendations, it does not mean that you shouldn't use something else. So 
if you bought Kochi, because I told you to buy Kochi for the Americano in Paris, <laughs> you can use that for this one too. Absolutely. They just all do taste differently. And one of our favorite things to do at home when we have friends over is to do a tasting of our vermouths and of our Amaros because they're such different taste profiles. And if you do that and you have that in your repertoire, then you're going to notice a big difference in your cocktails from variety to variety. And we'll have that as an episode at some point is doing an Amaro tasting or a vermouth tasting or vermouth and Amaro tastings. And it'll be, it'll be, uh, It'll be fun. I mean, as you kind of build your own bars, that's a fun thing to do. You end up with three or four of these things. That's a fun thing to do after dinner with your friends. Again, kind of going back to the low ABV thing, now you don't have to sit and mix. You say, hey, let's taste these. They're so they're it, so good. I can't even say so enough good, about, yeah. ver, about vermouth. When we were in Spain, um, they have vermouth on tap where they just serve it over ice. And it was one yeah, of my absolutely. favorite things to have um, with a meal was just to have a glass of sweet vermouth. And, I, you, and you may find that at like a tapas bar too. Uh, uh, the better tapas bars are going to have a couple of vermouths on tap. And I encourage you to, uh, to, to have something, to try that. You know, it, it's, it pairs so well. And again, you know, it's kind of the, another thing to kind of expand your palate. I know sometimes um, I see listings like on uh, Groupon or, you know, different uh, community sites where they have Amaro or Vermouth classes. And I highly recommend taking something like that. It's so much, it's such a fun experience and you'll really, it'll really expand your palate and really give you exposure to something that you wouldn't normally try. Again, like we've said before on previous podcasts, you know, this is, I mean, making cocktails and do cocktailing is, it's like cooking, but it's only better because it's drinking. So, I mean, you might as well expand and get all the taste you can, you know, uh, and uh, just yeah. learn what to expect when you're trying different things. And it, it, it's it's all rewarding and it's all fun. It's better because it's drinking. And Even it's, if it's drinking low alcohol for my volume. And it's better because it's drinking. <laughs> and, you know, hey, this podcast, you're getting three today. So it's even better. You're getting a third bonus one. So, all right. So what do all we, right, we've so got let's our get glasses. We've got our ice. What do we got to do here? Oh, there's one other ingredient I needed people to pull out, and that was okay. Luxardo. Oh, Marchino Liqueur, the Luxardo. Marchino Liqueur. This is not the actual Luxardo cherries, um, but it's probably made by the same company. I think I'm it is. Guessing. And it's not 20 bucks a bottle like them. Uh, and you're going to pull out your Angostura bitters, so keep those out from the last recipe. So, all right, let's let's get going here. So we're going to throw some ice into our mixing glass. We have done that. We are good. And again, as you, if you've listened to the other episodes, please measure it makes all the difference. Okay. Then so. at, at the end, especially at the end of your bottle, you will have the exact amount. You won't be like, oh, I'm an ounce short. If you've been measuring through the whole bottle, you're going to be fine. It's so rewarding. It's, it's, it's <laughs> stupid, but it's rewarding. All right. So here we go. All right. Ice in the glass. What's our first ingredient? Okay. We're going to do one and a half ounces of dry vermouth. All righty. Here is that Dolan yeah, dry vermouth. Exactly. It's going in. And then we're going to do one and a half ounces of sweet vermouth, which we're using the Punta Mess right now. Here comes the Punta Mess. It is going in. Then we're going to do a teaspoon of Luxardo Maraschino Liqueur. Let me get the teaspoon. Hold on. All right, here we go. I have the teaspoon, okay. and we're going to do Luxardo. And definitely Luxardo is one of those things, just like <laughs> Angostura. Get it, have it in your cupboard. You're going to go a long ways with this stuff. Here we go. Look, We've made a in. lot of cocktails with Luxardo. Absolutely. It's yep. going in. Okay. Okay. And we're going to do two dashes of the Angostura bitters. Here we go. 
Can you stir that sucker up? All right, let's get a little stir action going on here. Here we go, a little stirring. Nice. All right, and then this one, we get to use my favorite glasses, which are coupe glasses. And Let so, me go grab some coops. Yeah, grab some coops. Ooh, I love coops so much. I have so many of them. Um, so we're going to go ahead and strain that into your coupe glass. Sometimes it's nice if you can plan in advance and throw them in the freezer for just a minute. So they're nice and cold. All right, Looks here nice. we go. We're going to do a little pouring here. Here we go. We're going to strain that ice out of this too. I you don't want ice chips in it. strainer. And it, you know, looks just like a Manhattan. It does. It's going to be a dark color. It's like a beautiful dark color. It's a similar color to the previous drink, to the uh, Americano Au Paris. Mm -hmm. And uh, but mm, it's very nice, my Frenchie. Oh, but of course. Wow. Now, if it's, if we're talking about looking like a Manhattan, it's missing one thing. Yeah, the cherry. Which you better just throw that in there. All right here. So we go. again, uh, maybe we've talked about this multiple times in the past, but those uh, Luxardo. Cherries Luxardo are, cherries. You're going to find those at your, uh, you know, Total Wines, et cetera, et cetera. And you're going to go, oh, my God, $20 a bottle. I can't believe it. Trust me. It is worth 20 bucks. Okay. Here we, right, go. Here we go. That those is those a look fantastic. gorgeous look at cocktail. That. Here, don't spill it on me there. I'm not going to. Tick, tick. There okay. we go. Cheers. Cheers. Chin, chin. Skull. Oh, it's so good. Mm, I love vermouth so definitely much. Definitely in this one, you got the... Uh, that Punta Mess is coming through really big time. So it's a little sweeter. It's not as, doesn't have the dry of the first two that we had, but it's still really enjoyable. I I think it's so pretty too. It's such a pretty drink. And, and great color and great presentation. So uh, just to recap, I hope you guys like that. Um, we're doing big flavor today without all of the alcohol. And so, all of these had great flavor. Yeah, it's, um, again, the ABVs, they use a lot of Amaros, a lot of vermouth, cherries, and non-alcoholic ingredients, so. Yeah, we just talked about, we've just, like, we have, like, this is the proverbial tip of the iceberg of these cocktails. We've seen a ton of these popping up on menus when we've been out, and I'm sure you guys have, too, if you're going to the better establishments or, you know, your bar tender is really getting adventurous you're going to see a lot of these popping up do not be afraid to get in there and try the taste and really make sure that you guys are uh really experiencing everything that come across in these i mean it's the natural instinct to go well i'm i love manhattans i'm sticking with my manhattan but do not be afraid to go into this realm you're going to be rewarded with like fantastic tastes and stuff so now that we've made four uh three cocktails today uh, just a reminder that we do post all of these recipes on Instagram on amateur bartending number four for immature. And we um, would love if you would visit us on Instagram. Please follow us and also please like us on uh, iTunes or wherever you're listening to your podcast. Absolutely. That's right. Because we're going to post up as Shan alluded to. So every recipe you've heard today, you're going to see a picture of it, and you're also going to have that recipe again and all the items that we've used. Again, you can do your substitutions as you want to with the uh, however we talked about. But they're going to be up there on uh, Instagram for you and as well as a bunch of other things that we've done in the past, as pe previous episodes, as well as just other items we have up on there. And we really try hard to always include the recipe because that's very important to us that you guys have the ability to reproduce what we're putting up there. And we would love to have you follow us. And, of course, we'd love to have if you like us on that. That's right. Okay, well, Greg, 
I think this was another successful episode. This was great. We got three cocktails in, and this is fantastic. All right. Well, I hope you guys listen to us next time on episode number six. And uh, until later, cheers. Absolutely. Everybody, thank you again for listening. And uh, cheers. And uh, here's to some happy cocktailing.